0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Shall we begin? Son.
1: Set, set. Yeah.
0: No, no, I, I think he's trying to watch some illegal channels here. Look, this is just a bad reception, honey. You're so big. What's that? From Universal Pictures. Oh, his mom. Are you trying to seduce me? Yes, ma'am, I am. Comes a brutally honest look. What exactly does third base feel like? At that time in everyone's life, huh? when we try to hold on to our dignity, American Pie. Well, we'll just tell your mother that uh, that uh, we ate it all. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Sharmila and Arvind. And that clip basically told you what we're talking about today we are throwing back to 1999's American Pie and can I just preface our discussion by saying never have I had to take so much out of a trailer to be able to play it on air safely and I think that sets the tone for what we are able to say and not say about this movie and how we're going to allude to certain things and scenes.
1: I think this whole week is going to be a week of not being able to say certain things that we cannot say on air and, and how we're going to dance around those subjects. Um, so just to let everyone know, like we picked American Pie specifically because we wanted to juxtapose it against Sex Education Season 4, which is the final season. Um, and also this week's Supercut, which is about the way movies have aged, right? so age badly or age well. So we were fully expecting American Pie to have aged very badly in the last mm. 25, 24 years. 20, oh my God, 24 yeah, years yeah. s- since it came Seeing out. Seeing the actors' uh, faces
0: also, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is how long it's been.
1: They're young. Yeah. Um, but but surprisingly, we found some stuff to be, it was fairly progressive even for raunchy teen comedy. Like like It it has aged, um, but it aged like any normal pie would. Love. Not the pie that's been... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Misused. (laughs) Misused.
0: Well, we shall not shame, but perhaps poorly decided upon. Um, (laughs) Okay. American Pie was huge when it came out, right? It was sort of genre defining, era defining for a certain age of people. And it came out in 1999. And so I think there is a lot to be said for this particular, that raunchy teen comedy genre, and, and it does that. So for what it's worth, the story is relatively simple. It's about a group of high school seniors, um, boys, who are worried that they're going to graduate without having lost their virginities, basically. Um, and so they make a pact that they are going to kind of support each other before they graduate to be able to do that, whether that is really the aim or goal or not. Um, and you're right, you know, I, I think American Pie has this reputation and it has birthed so many um, sort of catchphrases and and, and um, like like jokes, right, that people recognize. Like you just need to say stifler's mom and you know what, what you're talking about. Yeah. Or you need to say pie and everyone kind of gets what it means. And because of that, I think, I had forgotten a lot of it. Like, I only remembered the, the, the highlights, if that's what you want to call mm-hmm. it, uh, re-watching it was interesting because there's some things that are so bad in today's lens and, and in fact, actually, it, it's bad even in that day's lens. It's just that we didn't yeah. recognise that some of this behaviour was unacceptable. Um, but then there are other things that I was pleasantly surprised by, actually. Like even the premise of that story, right, the whole quest to like, you know, have sex, the movie kind of questions it. And it even sort of unpacks why boys are pressured to feel that way. I really didn't expect all of that, especially because the later films kind of become less sensitive and nuanced, maybe. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm saying these words about American pie. I mean, I, mean, I, I thought the same thing. Like, the first movie is
1: genuinely layered um, (laughs) more than the others like the others are are sort of like cash grabs and they want to make sequels and spin-offs right Um, then even the clips that you look up on YouTube are are generally the the comedic bits or the parts that are like super raunchy um, and super like quote-unquote taboo and stuff Um, but the other stuff the the things that are in the middle I thought were genuinely meaningful like they, some of them were poignant, some of them had, had actually good acting and performances. And I was watching it like, oh, I didn't remember this movie being this way because you're so focused on all the stuff that's supposed to be like shock value and supposed to be like, oh, this is why you should watch American Pie. Did you see what this character did? Or did you see that scene? Or some of it ends up like the most pause scenes in, in cinema history, right? So those kinds of things. But th- there's a lot more to the movie, I think. A lot of value to the movie.
0: There were conversations that, characters have about um, relationships and growing up. Uh, there are conversations about not being ashamed of mm-hmm. your desires. or you know, there are also conversations about the kind of pressures that you might feel because of your peer group, what it means to maybe say no to some of that. Right. And yeah, like I can't believe that I'm looking back at American Pie and talking about it and, and picking out these things, because like you, Arvind, i I actually only remember exactly what you were saying. I mean, back then it was DVDs. I don't even remember if the movie came to the cinema here. If it did, it would have been massively cut, right? Um, so it was the the DVD that your friends pass you and go like, hey, pause at this scene. Oh my God, this happens at that scene. Mm. And it was talked about in that tone. Funnily enough, the other thing that struck me, and um, it's worth saying we're going to be, since we're going to be talking about sex education tomorrow, Um I was surprised at how tame most of it was and and it kind of is a marker of how much more films and TV shows have started like you know transgressing lines and the way they depict things like sex and relationships and physical intimacy on screen American pie was like in you know back in the day kind of like wow I can't believe they showed that by today's standards it felt very tame it felt very nothing mm.
1: Like twenty five years on, it is very nothing. Like we've seen, we've seen so much worse on HBO, um, and it's of course like of course Netflix, and even in like normal movies that come out in cinemas, right, the uncensored versions. Um, I think this movie like single handedly up the level of what's acceptable in the the teen comedy genre, um, and also we've had these conversations about movies like this uh, when we spoke about Mean Girls. Like, Mm. we talk about big movies like Citizen Kane and Lawrence of Arabia and all these big blockbusters and say they are must-watch and and must-see for people who like film, right? I would argue that this is a movie that people should watch if you like film because it is, like, calling it an icon is an understatement, honestly. Like, it is such a pillar of the teen comedy genre. Uh, Like you said, it popularized some terms that are a staple in some areas of the internet. <laughs> made famous that have gone on stif-
0: to define entire categories <laughs> in some corners of the internet.
1: <laughs> some God. corners of the internet. Uh, the legendary like Jennifer Coolidge. Um, and it's such a signature 90s movie, like 90s music, 90s vibe, which is so good for like 90s kids like us because it reminds you why it was the, the best decade, you know, in <laughs> a way. Um, so just genuinely nostalgic. Um, it, it, it was such a treat. I think, revisiting this movie.
0: Oh, interesting. I I wouldn't say that I didn't enjoy it. I actually really did enjoy it. Maybe because I'm over the shock value. So I actually could enjoy yeah. the things about it that may, previously I, I didn't notice or care about very much. Uh, but as to whether I would recommend it to people and say you have to watch it, I'm a little bit torn. Um, and we do not need to take a break very soon. But I, I think we can get into it now and then maybe pick it up li- again later. Because there are some scenes in this movie that straight up have not aged well. I mean, yeah. um, there's a particular scene that involves, I'm going to try and describe it without sort of crossing any lines. Uh, basically, it involves a girl being filmed in a very uh, intimate scenario. And then broadcasted across the internet without her consent, um, and I and when that scene started, I, I thought to myself, "Well, this is not just—is it straight up illegal now uh, to do this to someone? Even the acceptability of it is so different, right? Like in the movie, the way everyone treats it as it's oh, it's just funny, but also like hoo hoo, I get to watch this." Mm. Um, felt so wrong and and you know it really struck me how much things have changed in terms of socially what we find acceptable.
1: Yeah, and and I think you can clearly see how contradictory the movie is when it comes to stuff about consent, right? Like some mm. scenes they're very big on consent like why do you want to do this and 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 why do you want to why do you want to have sex basically. Um and then you get a whole scene like this that is completely non-consensual and and goes against everything it's trying to say. You could argue that the movie didn't know the full implications of the internet because it came out in 99 so mm. they didn't know what something like this would do to someone there's no way to see this in 2023 and not have like a like a bad taste or like a bad vibe um, but yeah I, I mean at any time it's just wrong is wrong is wrong but now there's just no way to watch that scene again without finding it criminally wrong
0: yeah like the longer it went on the more I started sort of like crawling into myself I'm like oh my god when is this going to end or is somebody finally going to say this isn't right and no it never happens right and then it just felt Mm -hmm. really like I had to compartmentalize that scene to be able to continue watching the movie
1: yeah no one no one says anything Mm. about the scene and they play it off for laughs I mean the scene out of context is it turns into something funny but it starts out just in a very wrong place.
0: We're talking about American Pie from 1999, uh, the very first one. Uh, and, well, talking about whether we feel the same way about it, watching it two decades later. Let us know, have you re-watched it recently? Did you enjoy it when it first came out? You can WhatsApp us, 18 Tweet us at BFM Radio. Write to us at movies at bfm.my. Brainy, fancy material. BFM 89.9. You know,
1: we're all gonna go to college as virgins. You realize this, right? All right, I got an idea. But it's gotta stay between us. It's really simple, we just gotta make an agreement. Or, no, it's, it's more than an agreement. What, a bet? A pact. Here's the deal. We all get before we graduate. Think about when you work out, Oz. You gotta have someone there, right? Someone to spot you, someone to keep you motivated. Well, that's exactly what we can do for each other. I mean, we'll we'll be there to keep each other on track. Separately, we are flawed and vulnerable, but together we are the masters of our sexual destiny. Their tiger style kung fu is strong, but our dragon style will defeat it. Guys. The Shaolin masters from East and West must unite. Fight and find out who is number one. 89.9.
0: 89.9. You are listening to Popcorn Culture with Sharmila and Arvind. We're throwing back to 1999's American Pie because tomorrow we're reviewing sex education. So we thought, why not revisit a um, era-defining, genre-defining coming-of-age sex comedy? And that clip actually really captures that combination of boys on the verge of reaching adulthood, but also kind of pretty much being kind of bodo boys. And Mm. honestly, that's part of the charm of the movie. I mean, there are some characters, Stifler, I'm just going to say it, who (laughs) were never meant to be liked and have only become worse over time. But really, other than the problematic stuff that we talked about before the break, I thought that the chemistry between the boys and the relationship between each other and essentially boys who are kind of, Trying to figure out who they are, I thought that was one of the movie's biggest strengths. No, I thought so
1: also. Um, I like the way they spoke to each other. I like that they had... It's very natural. Um, And I don't know the story of, of the cast... Um in American Pie, I don't know if they were actually friends on set or they knew each other, but it felt like they knew each other. Um some of the jokes they crack were like very inside inside joke kind of thing. Um they seem like they had a history, like they grew up together. It's it's not the it's not the same kind of chemistry as something like a stand by me, which is, is mm. very, 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 very strong. But it's the kind of high school teen thing where you can completely believe that these people are in the same gang or group of friends. And I like that a lot. I I think the movie doesn't work at all if you don't believe that these boys would talk to each other or these boys would be in the same clique with one another in in, in school.
0: Did you like the performances? I I actually very much enjoyed the performances and I found that unlike some teen movies and, and comedies from that time, they didn't seem like they were much older than they were supposed to be. And that's kind of across the board, right? Like even the the girls, as, as much as they don't really have, you know, as much depth as the, the male characters, um, they all felt kind of appropriately high school. I, I can't remember whether all of them were at that age, but they did have a, a teenage vibe to them.
1: Yeah, I thought so also. Um, like they didn't look like, uh, you know, like Greece, um, <laughs> 40 45 year olds.
0: Also <laughs> in that context, the context of the story, right, that would have made it really gross. I think it helped that they genuinely looked young and kind of dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even like up to the eighties, they were doing that where you get like full blown 29, 35 year olds playing like, you know, high school kids and stuff. These these kids, they actually look like high school kids, like they are in school, um, and I think like, I, I I didn't care much about the performances. I mean, other than it looking like natural, I thought a lot of it, were, it had that 90s cheesiness and, and corny dialogue. Um, it had the sudden shifts in music where it would be like a romantic scene. So you get like the the weird 90s jazz mix music. And then all of a sudden there's a, I don't know, Corner Shop starts playing or Brimful of Asha starts. It's not in the movie, but I'm saying something along those vibes start playing. It's, it's very much like that. La. So I think all of that made the movie. I don't think any of the performances stuck out other than the adults. You have some heavy oh, hitters with the adults.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you mentioned Jennifer Coolidge already, but also Eugene Levy, who is yeah. not only in the first American Pie, but apparently is in all eight of them, including the weird <laughs> made uh, strip made for TV spinoffs. So I'm like, why are you this committed to this film series? I don't know. But, but I love... He's so great though.
1: He's so good. He's so good. One of the funniest, funniest scenes is he's showing his son some magazines <laughs> <laughs> and just the look on Eugene Levy's face um, trying to be quote-unquote sexy is priceless. <laughs> la. It's just, I, I, I think I would have... I, I went back to that scene at least three or four times just to see him do that weird face with his... With, you know, with just his face, his facial expressions, it's priceless.
0: Actually, the scene I rewound was, um, I mean, okay, it's related to the pie. And then he goes, we'll just tell your mom we ate it all. (laughs) I rewound to that scene so many times and I laughed at it again and again. Um, Also bonus, if you stick around till the very end, you get to see him do a little dance to Bare Naked Ladies. Mm. Made my weekend.
1: He's perfect. Like the comedic timing of looking at a family picture and going like, oh, that was a good day. And I want to talk about Dash, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> just the segues are insane. Um, and so I think like the, between him and like Jennifer Coolidge, this, this movie has some amazing, amazing comedic talent. Not a lot. Like Sean William Scott is also amazing. Like he has such good lines and such good timing. And he went on to be huge right after yes. uh, the first American Pie. So between the three of them, like really good
0: comedic timing. Actually, speaking of Jennifer Coolidge, um, I have to say I spent like three quarters of the movie wondering when she would come on screen because she's so associated with American Pie um, and like almost, you know, again, single-handedly created a sub-genre that we can't really talk about here uh, that I was like, wait, where's, wait, it, we saw a photo and then I wondered whether my version of the film had had scenes cut only to realize that, in the first movie, she literally is only on screen like five minutes and left such an impression.
1: Yeah. I, I thought she would show up a lot more based on the, the YouTube clips and based on how memeable she is, how how much of a mm. legend she's become, right? But no, just like just that scene, that scene that made her famous. And also her very famous photo, la, who, the photo <laughs> that gave John Cho his own movie, his yes. own teen comedy.
0: Harold. My I gosh, know, yeah. what a what a defining movie! American Pie has turned out to be. Yeah, and how many careers it made along the way. Yeah. Okay. So, which brings us back to that question that we kind of danced around in the first half of the show, right? I enjoyed the revisit. It sounded like you did as well. But we are mm-hmm. also people who watched it when it first came out, and we have this kind of knowledge of what it, how it shaped moviegoers from that age in that era. Yeah. Would you recommend it to somebody? who's never watched it, who's like a moviegoer of today? A movie, um, moviegoer of today? No, it
1: depends on the age. I would recommend it to someone who was a 90s kid but hasn't seen it yet. I mm. don't think I would recommend it to anyone... Younger. I don't think I would recommend it to anyone much older. I think it has such a 90s vibe and sensibility and it's such an icon of 90s cinema that if you haven't seen it, then you you just check it out but then know that it has aged badly and not everything it does is right. There are some things that are blatantly wrong. I think in that sense, it's okay. I don't know if the comedy works um, for newer or younger audiences.
0: I don't even know if it works for me now. Um, I mean, Hmm. I I sort of like mildly chuckled at some things. Um, Eugene Levy got me every time. Uh, But yeah, mostly it's not the kind of laugh out loud, maybe because I already knew. So the the, the laugh out loud, which was the, oh my God, don't drink that. Or, or, oh my God, find the bathroom quickly. (laughs) You know, that kind of stuff. I already knew, like those parts I remembered. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that loses the humor a little bit. And then everything else was just kind of like very middle. Like Mm -hmm. it, it didn't sort of... I didn't go like, oh my god, this is really funny, but I didn't think it was bad. There's no
1: story actually. Mm. It's it's a very simple like A to B, and then the movie just ends. Um, and I think and I think that's why I mentioned the '90s and Sabi We had a lot of movies in the late '90s that were like that. They had such a linear, no brainer story that you kind of know the ending the moment the movie starts. You're like, I know exactly how this is going to end, but I'm still going to enjoy watching it as like background noise or just a revisit or pop in in the middle or or something
0: like that. It's it's that kind of movie. People keep saying um, online, I've, I've read many think pieces on American Pie, that a movie like American Pie would never get made today. And they often say it in the context of those problematic things. And I agree, right? But I also think that actually a movie like American Pie, even without those problematic things wouldn't be made today because there's nothing distinctive about it. Like, practically every other teen TV show these days already has scenes like American Pie now. Like Sex Education. And,
1: and, yeah, yeah. And and way worse. Like, there's no way an American Pie stacks up to anything on Netflix that mm. get re- gets released, like, in a week, right? Like, Netflix drops, like, a couple of shows a week, that has stuff that would have never, never, never made the, the the rated R cut. It would have been an X in 99. So even then, like even aging badly or not, it's just not as raunchy anymore. Like, if you're looking for a raunchy comedy, it just doesn't stack up to today's content. <laughs>
0: We've been talking about American Pie. Worth a rewatch if you are a 90s kid is where we've arrived at. Let us know, uh, were you a fan when it came out? Have you rewatched it lately? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Write to us at movies at bfm.my.